The Humble Entrepreneur Podcast. My personal take on life and business by Robert Terry. Since 2005, I've been the co-owner of Nationwide Ventilation Limited, installing commercial kitchen ventilation. We've worked for the biggest names in the industry, including KFC and Taco Bell. The podcast gives you an insight into my journey and learnings along the way. Available on iTunes and Stitcher. Hey guys, Rob Terry here, the humble entrepreneur again. Um, just going to do a little podcast this time. Uh, it's obviously a video as well, so the video will go out on the uh, on the YouTube channel, and uh, the uh, obviously the audio will be stripped out and put back into it um, to then go out onto the humble entrepreneur podcast. So um, this podcast, what I want to talk about now is uh, perfection in business. A lot of people are getting so caught up um, about being perfect in business that it's actually stopping them from doing any business. So you don't have to be perfect to get, um, you don't have to be perfect to be in business. You know, it's, it's kind of a fallacy that everyone thinks you have to be perfect. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're like an airplane pilot, you're a doctor or you're a biochemist, things like that, obviously they're the kind of things you have to strive for perfection for. But in, in business and, um, and, and what we do, a lot of what we do, it's, it's, it's not actually being entirely perfect, but knowing when good enough is actually good enough for just that I mean um, you know it's like people say make life easier on yourself by accepting good enough don't pursue perfection pursue progress so for example in what we do when we design and install systems for um, kitchens commercial kitchen ventilation systems at Nationwide um, the system gets fitted in and what we'll do the very last piece of ductwork we'll leave it as a piece of what we call a cut to suit piece which is basically over a run of ductwork, you'll end up with this one last piece, which will have no end on it, and then you'll put it in. Because generally speaking, things change, things happen, and you know you have to adapt to the process as you're going along. It will not go in exactly as per the drawing is. So you know you need that cut suit bit at the end, which is always made a little bit longer, and then you cut it back to whatever size is required, so it just fits in. And in businesses like that, you don't need to be 100% perfect to everything. Um, to, to actually be doing in business I mean a lot of it is actually just starting it getting it out there and then actually learning as you're going along and learning and adapting to the situations put in front of you I mean you can you can all sit down for ages practicing and um, trying to perfect things on spreadsheets trying to perfect the perfect launch trying to perfect the perfect this trying to perfect the perfect that the problem is you spend so much time perfecting it that you know you're almost suffering from perfection paralysis I think is what Brad Burton uh, calls it perfection paralysis where you're spending so much time actually doing it and perfecting it and getting it right and then rechanging it changing it and changing it and redoing spreadsheets redoing this getting the perfect launch getting the perfect everything right it's like this podcast getting everything completely written down just wouldn't work for me personally I couldn't just write it all down have it all done perfectly and then just read it off a spreadsheet I can't I can't do it that way because it just to me, it doesn't come across as being natural when it's done that way. So um, it, it's, it's just a question of actually starting it. And what you tend to find happens is it's this age-old thing, momentum builds momentum. Once you've actually started the business, you've got things going or you've got a new idea out there, then what you'll find is it's all starting to, um, the, the momentum starts to generate more momentum, which actually drives you further and further on. So, and it, it's likewise in business. If there's things you can't do, if there's things you're not good at, don't sit there trying to perfect them, yeah? If you're no good at the marketing, if you're no good at the accounts, if you're no good at whatever it is in business that you may or may not be good at, 
don't bang your head trying to get it perfect because that's all you'll be doing. You'll just be wasting your time just going round and round and round trying to get it perfect. So just, just sub it out or hire, like, as they say, hire to your weaknesses. Get somebody in. If you've got a marketing expert that can do it, talk to them, give them your overall draft. This is, what, this is your vision. This is what you want. Put it out to them. Let them get on with it. Likewise, your accounts. You're not trained in accounts. Let other people do it for you. So, and, and sub it out. Until you're at a size of business where you're big enough to actually have your own in-house accounts or your own in-house marketing team, which for most people in this, um, in this world, we're only sort of smaller businesses, so we don't tend to have that. Just sub it out. It saves you having to hire and fire people and that kind of thing. So don't get too caught up on the details, the ins and outs. I mean, everyone, everyone says you've got to, you know, the devil's in the detail. Well, the devil is in the detail because what you'll find is the devil is that you just keep going round and round in circles. Like I say, it says perfection paralysis. You're just going round and round in circles, just trying to get things right. You're never going to do it. And there's this, um, I read this book a while back, a long time back, um, called The Personal MBA. And it goes on about this, when you're launching products, it goes on about this big thing called um, the iteration cycle. So what it is, is you, you release your product, you then go through reviewing it constantly, this, that, changing things, tweaking things, to release your second edition. And then you do the same thing again. You do another iteration cycle. You go through, you review it, you talk to your customers, you find out what's right about it, what's wrong about it, what works, what doesn't work. And this can be for a product or a service, anything. It doesn't, it doesn't matter whether they are actually, like we are, physically producing um, a manufactured product. Um, we do the ventilation systems, like I've said. Other people do varying other different products from sort of candles to whatever, or a service. Um, there's a lot of people out there doing um, marketing and things like that for small businesses. Now they run workshops and they do the same. They run a workshop and then they'll ask for feedback at the end of it. Now that's, that's an iteration cycle. They're gaining more information and then they'll tweak it all so that when it comes to the second one, it'll be done again. It's, it's like books. You see some business books out there that are released. Um, they'll have numbered editions. You'll have a first, second, third, fourth, or whatever the edition is. And what tends to happen is, particularly if it's more of a reference type book, uh, educational type book, Things change over a period of time. Techniques change, things adapt. So, you know, if you was waiting for that to happen, you would be waiting for the, the next change to happen. You'd, oh, I'm not gonna release the book yet. We'll wait for the next thing, you know, the next big change to happen, and then, then we'll release it. Well, once you get to that next big change, you'll be waiting for the next thing to change. So what they do is they release the book, put it out there, and then if stuff does change, the content needs updating, or some, some method of doing it's been changed, or been, been brought up, or whatever, then, they'll release a second edition, a third edition, a fourth edition, you know, and that again goes back to this thing in the personal MBA that says about the iteration cycle. So it's more a question, and I firmly believe it, is you get your product done and out there and almost let the customer do the testing for you. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong, you've got to get to a point um, where it's got to be a viable enough product or service. You can't just, the first thing that comes right, chuck it out because, you know, it's going to fail and it's going to cause more damage. Um, but get it to a point where it's good enough. Like I say, get to the point, it doesn't have to be perfect, but get to the point of knowing what good enough is to be released. I mean, we did this with our new, um, with our new ozone units, the very first one. We, dummy, we did some dummy testing, we got it all up and running, we knew it was gonna work, and then we, we released it onto the market. After about four or five of them went in, we'd start getting feedback from the customer, so then we started tweaking things the iteration cycle again, adjusting them. Now, if we'd done this all from word go, we'd never done it, but what it meant was we had a much quicker launch to the product, so you can do that with your product or service. If you do it that way around, you'll get a much quicker launch to market. Now, there's companies like Microsoft, for example, and these, these big, um, big public companies. Now, they release um, things like Windows, like the new, uh, the new version of Windows 10 or whatever it is, and then what they do, they release it to the public, 
and they let the public do all the testing for them and they've got the software built in so that if there is a problem or there's bugs or whatever it then feeds that back so then they do the fix well if they'd have been doing it the other way around if they were doing all the dry running the testing and things you imagine how long a period of time that would actually take for them to iron out all of those little bugs the little wrinkles to try and get it perfect which again perfection you're never going to do it it's something you're never going to be able to achieve particularly in business so what they do is they release it to the public and then they let the public find all the little flaws the little bugs the little things so they're, they're letting us do all the testing which is you know it's quite worrying really you've got a company like microsoft doing that and uh, and, and literally they're, they're letting the public do all of their um, all of the hard work the bug fixes the testing and, and all of that and then you're you're quite happy to go back and say oh look this is a problem this needs fixing can you get it done as an update for us so it, it to them it gives them a much faster lead into the market and it's also reducing their costs as well because you're getting the customer feedback now as long as it's um it's good constructive and positive feedback and can be used it's not just oh, it's, it's crap it's no good you can use it so my advice to you would be if you're trying to launch a product a service or something or even a new business see in business there is no right or wrong time to launch any type of business because we all get so oh there's a there's um a recession coming up now's the wrong time to launch well there will never be a right time in business if you're going to launch a new business don't get me wrong there are there are, you'll always hear of these one-off stories where somebody has just literally released the micro scooter at exactly the right time to capture the park the, the public market and all that kind of thing there will always be that and there's always going to be one exception to the rule but waiting for that right time and waiting for that right product trust me it's, it's not going to happen so you're better off putting your service your product whatever it is you're doing out there and like i say this is for all types of businesses it doesn't matter whether it's a service business where you're producing something um, a, or a, a, an actual physical product get it right get it good enough learn to know and this is this is where the skill was um, us as uh, business owners and people and people that run businesses and entrepreneurs and that kind of thing this is the skill for us is actually knowing um, what is good enough so get it to the point where yep it's safe if it's a product it's obviously it's got to be safe to use everything like that it's got to be aesthetically right and everything but the finer like real sort of tweaking details just launch it get it out there and then get some feedback on it and start like i say start that iteration cycle start getting the feedback again start working on the product start re even even if it's a mark ii i mean it's like iPhones and the, the beauty of it is doing this way around you can relaunch a product this is why, why it works so well it's like um, Apple now you look at Apple you start off with the original iPhone then it's blah 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 and I think we're on to iPhone whatever I can't even remember whatever it's an iPhone X or something like that now and all they're doing is very small little tweaks little updates but then they relaunch it and it creates that whole momentum and generates everything again now what you're finding is there's there's people queuing to get the latest iphone well the latest iphone from the previous iphone you look at what the actual difference is i mean i think it was the iphone 5 to the 5s i think it was something literally like just a small software update but that was enough and then they re-released it so it's actually going to help generate your sales doing it this way around so you have you have your mark one version of, of whatever it is or your mark one if, same thing with the servicing if you're doing a, a servicing business it can be the the, the initial um, the initial offering that's good enough then what you do is you you can tweak it you can tweak the little bells and whistles see going back to when i said we did the same thing um, we did this how uh, we did it with our um our ozone units now these ozone units are basically designed um so they remove smells from the cooking uh, process and 
what we've we found is we we got what we thought was a good enough product put it out there and there were, then there was a couple of tweaks so it didn't want to be running con continuously so then we, what we did was we put an airflow switch in it so that it just turned on so when the fan turned on it turned the unit on um little things that we hadn't thought of initially so but the, the customer said oh well we don't want to have to turn it on and off ourselves manually so when they turn the fan on it then turns it on itself so that's then the mark two so we've now got a new improved version the customers love it even more because they're thinking oh well old version new version we're going to go and get the we're going to we're going to get the second version so companies like um microsoft do it with their different versions of windows apple is the classic one i mean we all know what iphones are like um and how how much they're hyped up for a new release when in fact they're not actually really a, a vast jump forwards in technology i mean the, the difference between sort of the iPhone 7 into the iPhone 8 and the iPhone and so on. They're all only rather um, minor things, but again, they're things what are happening is that people like Apple are using us to do that testing and do the iteration cycle for them, give them the feedback, tell, find out from them, or we're finding out, we're telling them, rather than them having to come to us and tell us, what do we want, you know, what would you like us to design, what would you like us to produce? We're doing it for them. We're saying, look, these are the problems this is what I don't like, this is what I do like, and then they go, thank you very much, we'll roll that all up into one big thing, and then we'll just launch a new product. It'll be the iPhone Z next, or whatever it is. Now, you think if Apple had actually waited and got their first iPhone out and said, right, this is, you know, this is it, we're gonna release it, but hang on, we're gonna wait, because we might need to, we might wanna do um, two cameras, we might wanna do, and all the little different things that have happened in the, you know, the way that, iPhones, for example, have generated or have grown over the years and the different products the different features and things like that. You think if they had waited to release the perfect iPhone, now say the iPhone, I think it's iPhone X at the minute, is the perfect iPhone. That's been about 10 years in the making, where it's gone through these various different cycles, these various different iterations, and the customer feedback and everything like that, all of which, you know, Apple have been very clever in doing, but in the process, if they'd, if they'd have waited that long, it would have taken them 10, 15 years of absolutely no sales, massive upfront costs. Whereas they've done it the other way around. They started with the iPhone 1, the iPhone 2, and they've gone through. And then it was the iPhone 5, the 5S, the, the, you know, then it was uh, iPhone 7, 7 Pluses, and things like that. So what they've actually done is they've actually used that very cleverly. Rather than waiting to you know get the perfect phone out there and the, the perfect product, what they've actually done is they've used the public to actually tell them what it is and get them to, um, you know, help them make what the perfect iPhone actually is. But in the meantime, they've launched other products, well, the same product, but just iteration, different cycles of it. So like, say, the 6, 7, that, all the way through. So again, it's generated a massive amount of business because we all know the, you know, the hype and the, everything that goes when a new iPhone is going to be uh, released. There's people queuing out the doors. And what's going to happen is you're going to find you're going to go and, you're going to go and buy the latest iPhone, but then it's going to go. Oh well, actually, I could really do with this. I could really do with that in it. So I then Apple are listening, going right, and they're already working on the next design of it. Yeah, so they're, they're not waiting to get it perfect, but they would, they just then see they, these guys are expert at knowing what is good enough. They know at what point that product is good enough to be released. They, they're not giving you absolutely everything. They're holding some bits back. Don't get me wrong. They could probably release the ideal iPhone now, the perfect iPhone they could probably release, but they're doing it in, in, in sections. They're doing it um, small parts at a time so that 
you're you're buying and you're buying the parts in between every time so do the same in your own business get it get, get to the point where whatever it is your service your product or whatever it is that you've got is actually good enough and knowing it's good enough that's the trick that's where you've got to learn know what is good enough and release your mark one version of your service your product or whatever it is release that once you've released it then start taking on board like i say do the iteration cycle take on board the feedback run through it then start working on your second version in the meantime you're still selling mark one version then once again you've got all your new features the bells the whistles the little add-ons the bits and pieces like that once you've got those yeah then you make your mark two version and then that what that does is that generates more so you turn around and say right we're going to stop selling the mark one version so what that does is people now start rushing to buy the mark one because they want to get it before it's been discontinued then you start hyping the mark two version uh, it's the same as the microphone mark one it's got all of these features but it's now got the bells the whistles and the other bits and pieces added to it so you start building the hype for the mark two version release the mark two version again knowing that good enough is just good enough you don't have to get it perfect there's the, you know it, the, most of the businesses most of the smaller businesses the things it's not life and death it does not have to be perfect to release it yes it's got to be good enough that you know you, you don't want to go and release a service or a product that's not good enough people tell me go that's shite i want my money back because that's not going to do you or your reputation any good but get it to the point where it is good enough so that once you've released it you can then start working on your second book or your third model your fourth model see it's, it's we, we all get caught up we all want to release we all want to be do everything right get things perfect get them all working it'd be ideal if we could do it all in one hit do you know what i mean if, if, if you could release it in and, and get the perfect product it would be great but in all likelihood you're never going to do it and all you're going to be doing is sitting there playing around with your spreadsheets playing around with designs playing around with different marketing content whereas just do it put it out there trust me we are nationwide we're firm believers in we get it out there get it out there quickly i mean from when we first started our um, our ozone um thing uh, our ozone units literally from the conceived idea of this is what we're going to do to having a product out there and in the market and working was less than I think four weeks um, to get the design in, to get it tested, to get it knowing it's working, and that was good enough. We've now done the Mark II version, and that's out there, and we, you know we're working on the Mark III version because these things and and over time as well, technologies and things like that, and t and techniques and different things, different software comes available to make things easier and that kind of thing. If you've got product services, um, different designs and new technologies, new materials come in, so that gives you that chance to to actually get your second mark two version or whatever it is out there so literally guys it's it's, it's not worth trying to be perfect because you all you're going to do is you're going to get this perfection paralysis you're just going to keep going round and round and round in circles doing the same things trying to get it perfect you're not going to get it perfect you never will trust me and it's it's if you do get it perfect you're almost doing yourself out of work because you release the very first perfect say we released the very first um perfect marketing plan or the first whatever that's it where do you go from there that's that's one product you've got it's like apple if they just released the uh the iphone x as it is now first you think of all the business they'd have lost out on in the process so in, in fact getting it out there and doing it that way helps you to generate more business so you know it, it everyone wants to be perfect but you're not going to do it so literally just get it good enough know when good enough is good enough and then push it and get it out there guys 
and it's literally a case of striving, um, strive, trying to strive not to be perfect, but to be perfectly you. That, that's what you need to be striving to do. So, you know, don't strive to be perfect because it's not going to be happy, but just be perfectly you and work on it. Get the product, your service, whatever it is that you're, you're designing, you're manufacturing, or the, whatever the service is, get it good enough, release it, guys. Trust me, it works on so many different levels and it will work for any business. I guarantee there is not a business that it won't work for. Now, unless it is something like a medical product or something that's health and safety critical, um, where you've got to, you can't cut any corners then, obviously. Um, so, you know, or it's, or it's gonna cause serious financial problems or anything like that. So, but get it good enough, get it out there, guys, trust me. So um, that's, that's just really what I would say, just push, push, know what's good enough get out there first of all and once you've done it start working on your second cycle guys so that's it for me today it's in the um, if you, if you're listening and i sound a bit croaky it's here i'm just getting over a bit of a about a man flu at the moment I had a bit of a sore throat and a bit of a runny nose so i sound a bit bit different to normal shall we say um <clears throat> that's the reason why um like i say run up to christmas now so we're all on the run down christmas in a couple of days uh time so i hope all you guys have a good christmas put your feet up and um, have a good time don't drink too much don't eat overindulge too much so have a good time have a good Christmas then come back and start working on that product service but get it out there when it's good enough don't wait to get it perfect guys all right thanks very much just listening if you think anyone else could um, benefit from having a listen um, recommend it we're on um, there's obviously the YouTube channel for the humble entrepreneur if you just google the humble entrepreneur there's the website and then obviously you've got the podcast. The podcasts are all on about 10 different platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, all of the mainline platforms it's all on. So if there's people out there you want to share it with guys, please feel free to do so. Um, it, it would be great to get it to everyone that you know may benefit from it. So, right, thanks very much, guys. Speak to you later. Bye. Remember, folks, stay humble and let your success talk for you. See you later. I think we have to go.